next legacy. This is Tommy Jackson with First No Play. Listen to my girl, Denia. Man, what a great show. Everybody tune in to her. Radio's happening through Denia. It's your boy, Brandon Jarrell, and I have the honor and pleasure of being locked in with Denia Azure. It's been a pleasure, and I'm happy that I'm here, man. Just make sure that y'all tune in and stay locked in. Good afternoon, Brandon Jarrell, and welcome to the Denia Azure Radio. How are you? I'm well, and yourself, how are you? I am phenomenal. I'm so glad to have you on. You have such amazing music. Every time I get to hear one of your records, I am just so pleased. And you have a really beautiful energy. What I love about you is you're able to write whatever genre, whether it be R&B or gospel or holiday music. So what got you into starting your music journey? just a mix of uh, first off I just want to thank my mother you know uh, rest her soul she's the one that just kept me in church you know sometimes I didn't I didn't understand what the value of being in a choir and you know things like that until I got older so that's where like my main music knowledge came from and just like life period you know I was actually playing basketball at first and just so much much had I was still getting into trouble to where I had to find like a different outlet. So that outlet led me to like uh doing like musical theater. So I ended up doing that and then, you know, getting a scholarship for college, like, you know, doing musical theater and just so on and so forth to where to where it just like opened me up even more and just the experiences. That's dope. So how old were you when you wrote your first record and do you remember what it was about? Um, honestly can't tell you what my very first record was. Uh, I started off doing poetry, but I was always, like, one of those that was hard on myself. Like, I was always, like, nothing was ever good enough. So it was just one of those to where, um, I just kept writing and just really, like, learning how to express myself more and more. So it was just one of those situations. It really wasn't a song. It was just, like, it started really through poetry. Like, you know, just releasing either my angers or my fears or my my uh, happiness, my troubles, all of that. Like, that's how it really started for me. That's awesome. And Benzo, singer, songwriter, uh, is my guest here on the night as your radio. So when it comes to music, what would you say is the first kind of music that you started with? Would you say you started started um singing more R&B, or you started singing more gospel? I can't lie. I think the very first song that, like, really, you know, I always love music. And, you know, I think the very first song that I, like, really, like, sung out for the first time mm-hmm. was probably Ruben Stutter's Flying Without Wings. I don't know why. That was just, like, one of those. And I know that's not the original, but that's the one that just had me, like, damn, like, if this song makes me feel like this, like, I want people to feel the same way about the things I want to do in life, whether it be music or just whatever, you know? And I love that because, you know, listening to your music, you do put people in that place of just, 
wanting to hear more, wanting to know more about you because you put passion to every single record that you work on or everything that I've heard for sure. So how did you initially get connected with Clubhouse? Um, I was actually in the studio one day, and uh, the guys were just telling me, like, you know, you heard of Clubhouse, it's like an invite-only thing and all this other stuff, and it'd be, you know, people on there, and <clears throat> I just waited for an invitation, and one day I just got it, and then I really didn't know what was going on, but just as time progressed, it just grew on me or whatever, and then, you know, I learned the the do's and the don'ts of Clubhouse and just how to maneuver mm-hmm. on it and to really use it toward what I'm trying to do versus, you know, stupidity and selfish needs. <laughs> that makes sense. So let's talk about that real quick. So you said you had to learn the do's and the don'ts of Clubhouse. What would you say would be the biggest mistake that a lot of artists make when they're coming in the Clubhouse? Um, they try to present themselves way too hard. You know, it's more than just being an artist. It's actually about being a person as well. And this is an audio app. Of course, listening to music is great. But if people don't really get a grasp of who you are or understand what's going on with you, or you know, and what I do like about Clubhouse is it, I don't want to say exposes, it shows a lot of people's true colors. Mm-hmm. So I just I just I I just learned quickly how to keep my name on the things and how to use it and and for what I'm trying to do. Absolutely, and you've done a phenomenal job with that. So how did you get connected to Tommy Jackson? Um, it was just one day in a room. Uh actually I had this one song, uh, God Made You Perfect. I think you're familiar with it. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine actually let him hear it, and I was in a room, and I just, like, did something to him, like, more than what I expected, you know what I mean? So shout out to Tommy because he actually made me believe in that record more than I did, you know what I mean? Because I was in a whole nother mindset, a whole nother just playing field in my head, and honestly, with just the belief of following, you know, the, the the guidelines he put out and actually just taking heed to people that really cared about what was doing and just seeing the emotion behind it and the effect that it had on people and so forth, like, that really did something to me. And it just, you know, it's just one of those two. I just really, really appreciate Tommy for that. I just felt like, you know, how when you're playing a game and you unlock a new character, like, that's how I felt. Like, I just mm-hmm. unlocked it and myself. Oh, most definitely, and I hope you can please send that record over so we can, so our audience can hear that amazing record. It's so powerful, so beautiful. It's so inspiring. You know, that's what that's one thing that I love about your music is that, like I said, no matter what genre you do, it's gonna make you feel something. And that right there, just it reminds me of almost like a version of beautiful in that kind of a sense. Like I said, that that kind of thing, because it's that whole piece of you don't have to be perfect in the sense of what the world sees. God made you perfect, so yes. don't worry about what everyone else thinks, because 
it's all about what's in your heart. That's what makes you beautiful. Like that kind of energy is exactly what we need right now for sure. I appreciate that. And that's one that just, you know, came from the heart. And uh, just how I view music, like, nowadays is like, you know, you do, you have a whole 24 hours in a day. You do a lot of things. You feel a lot of emotions. So why just tap into the same popular emotions that everybody else does? You know what I mean? You go through so many different things and you live your own life. So why not express that versus following what you think is the standard, you know? Most definitely. An incredible singer-songwriter, Brendan Jarrell, and I guess here on Denia Azure Radio. So you have some records that we collabed with J-O-C. So how did that come to be? Um, it actually happened in Tommy's room. Um, he played, uh, you know, I already had the relationship with Tommy and all of that. And uh, he came in one day, and I didn't even know he's been on the app for how long he's been on. Um, and he came in and played a song, and I was just like, because, you know, I'm not really too vocal in certain rooms and on Clubhouse, but it was just one of those I heard that, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. And it was so relative because it was, a, you know, a flip one, the infamous song, Stand By Me. So... It was just one of those, and it just was just so different. It was just so pure. It was just so new, and I was just like, man, like let's 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 work, you know what I mean? So we ended up first just having like a conversation, and it just it just evolved from there to where we have multiple songs, and we have an EP coming out, probably like two. I have. What? I have it. Hold on, wait. Let me let me just just to preface this for y'all. There is an EP coming out with JLC and Brandon Jarrell. Y'all, this is gonna be so epic, and I'm gonna need to talk to JLC because I I need I need to, I need to play that on the station like that. I need that in my life because it's gonna be so dope. And I already know I don't have to hear one record, but I already know it's gonna be dope. So definitely gotta uh, get y'all back on here when that EP drops for sure. I to say I could get him to call in, but um. Yeah, definitely. Like, honestly, we have about, like, I want to say, like, 12, 15 songs already together. Oh, it's I, mean, so. I, already, oh I already know. I'm, try, I'm trying to get the holiday song whenever whenever that thing drops. I definitely need that because we have a untraditional kind of holiday situation when it comes to Next Legacy and we have our holiday records. We predominantly are focusing on records that aren't played on the radio, um, predominantly records that are played by you know minority artists because you don't hear that on air. You hear the, the same 50 songs all season long like nobody else does music in this country. <laughs> so yeah. you always want to highlight the records, the albums from artists that aren't played in on traditional stations. So I, I, I was talking to the owner, Charles, Charles Madison, I was talking to him, and I was like, why don't we do records from independent artists? during the holidays because they have some dope records that aren't out. And so the one that y'all did, oh, I hope it's out by then because I can play it because it's beautiful. Y'all killed that. Absolutely killed that for sure. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, we put time into what we do. Like I said earlier, like one of those situations to where you know how music make you feel and you know the timeless music that's what we want to aim for you know in the 
Exactly. That's the biggest thing about it is, like, you know, a lot of people are just making records for the now, but you you all are definitely making timeless records. There's no question about that. Two R&B artists just, like, coming together and doing something. There's always, like, a rapper and a singer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we can do what we do and just make things different and still maintain our own individuality, like, it, it just, it's, like, it's a cool feeling. It's very dope. Definitely, and I think the best part about it is the fact that you guys are able to come together and make beautiful music, and it's not like, oh, it's a competition or whatever. It's like you're coming together and making these incredible records that people are going to hear from years to come because of the fact that you can hear the passionate in each and every record while still having your individual records that are dope. But knowing you're coming together, it's a powerhouse of beautiful sounds, amazing energy, and nothing but a good time. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Most definitely, most definitely. So who would you say would be your dream collaboration, living or dead? Oh, man. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say Brandy. Mm, Yes, I can totally see that. Oh, my goodness, yes. I feel like with Brandy's just swag and just vocal ability and just well, what I bring to the table, we can definitely shake things up. I'll definitely say Brandy. Yeah, I can totally see that for sure. And singer-songer Brandon Jarrell is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So, sir, when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Honestly, I want my legacy to be honest. First off, I want to say I want it to be understood, you know, because a lot of legacies aren't fully understood on how they came about and all of that. Like, this is one of those that I'm fighting for because I see the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not only doing it for myself, for my family and the ones that I do care about. And not only just that, like, I really care about what I do. You know what I mean? Like, so, of course, I want, you know, the glory and all of that that comes with it. But also, like, I want to, I want people to know that I was still human with this. You know, I still gave back to my community. I still cared about people. And, you know, I was still a human after, after it's all said and done. Because a lot of people take these routes and they turn into robots and, you know, dolls and stuff like that. Like, I just want to remain true to myself and true to the people that actually know me and to the people that don't. Y'all see why he's awesome, right? Y'all see why he's so amazing, why this name is going to be something that you will hear for years to come because he truly cares about this business and you can hear it in each and every note that he sings no matter what the genre is, he kills it every time because he has true passion for what he does and it shows through and through. Go ahead and give your shout-outs real quick. Man, first off, you know, first I'm going to do it like it's the Grammys. First, I want to thank God, you know. Um, but I just want to thank everybody that believed in me. I want to thank the people that didn't because that made me go harder. I want to thank my team. Uh, shout out JOC, 20K, uh, Dave Drake, 1130, uh, K 
KZ. I mean, it's just so many people that that really like. Shout out to Tommy too, Percy. You know, I could go down the list. It's it's so many like legends and just legends in the making that I just had the honor and blessing of just connecting with on like an actual genuine level, not just a business level. So shout out to all of them and the ones that I didn't, you know, name. Just know that I still got you in my heart. I'm just going off the fly right now. Absolutely. Yes, you shout out to Tommy because I'm telling you all there are a lot of rooms on Clubhouse, but Tommy is the only room that I can go into, and I know that every single time a record is played, it's going to be dope. It doesn't matter what the genre is. doesn't matter who the artist is. If it's the artist that's coming out of first note play, it's going to be fire. And yeah, I agree. The, I agree. Sounds like but, if you're, but if I can say one thing about that room, that's why I'm able to meet so many incredible artists with the most beautiful spirits. And so she yes, said it to Tommy for the Soulful Sunday's room and all the rooms that he does. Because the Soulful Sunday's room definitely is one that helps me to restore after uh, yes. sometimes kind of a hard time. As man, but ultimately, a uh, shout-out to you, too, for your platform, just inviting me on here, you know, just to kick it with you. I definitely appreciate that. So definitely a big, big shout-out to you as well. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Like I said, I've been hearing your music for a minute. We were trying to, trying to connect and whatnot, so I'm glad we were able to connect so people can hear you and what you're doing and just the passion that you have for it and just see, like, why I'm like, yo, Brandon's dope. Tap in with him because he's doing some amazing stuff, so. Uh, That's love, and I'll definitely show the love right back whenever you need it. Next Legacy.